This episode of the You Can't Sit With Me podcast was brought to you by Hero Cosmetics. So you are probably all aware of my volcano pimple adventures. Lucky for me, this is behind me, thanks to Hero Cosmetics. But another problem I've been dealing with is a lot of little extra pimples I've been getting on my chin because of the masks that we have to wear due to coronavirus. So, you know, I was sent two different kinds from Hero Cosmetics. We have the original Mighty Patch, which I've been wearing at night, and the Invisible patch which you wear in the day it is completely undetectable and it basically kind of acts as a concealer as well it's crazy the difference i've seen you stick it on you remove it six to 12 hours later and then you will see all the gunk and the pus from your pimple on the patch and then what happens is on your skin you'll notice a huge difference completely flat no more redness, no more harshness, nothing left. You know, sometimes if it's a really big pimple, you might have a little bit of leftover, but then you can just stick on another one and it'll basically be 100% gone. So if you want to try the Mighty Patch for yourself, you can use code WITHME15 for 15% off on herocosmetics.com. That is WITHME15 for 15% off on herocosmetics.com. You can't sit with me. Hosted by Deanna Espear. This is a very, very special. <laughs> it's starting off very special because my guest is currently chugging alcohol. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> because he's terrified of me. Um, it's the first time that I have someone on the podcast who is a TV personality and actor, but who's actually seen me walk the dog in the morning when I haven't brushed my teeth yet. So. <laughs> The person that I'm having on the show today has so much dirt on me. I'm really going to have to be on my best behavior. We have Jan Lewis. I'm going to say Castellanos because you say Castellanos in your interviews. Sometimes just, you know, because it's what people have been saying. Uh, it is Castellanos though. I'm gonna Castellanos, have to okay. We're, we're going to keep it 100 Spanish, okay? From 13 Reasons Why, by the way, can I just say, I have no fucking words. I have no words. That's a lot for me on my show. Yeah, honestly, you know, they don't even tell you like what's really going on. For me, I don't know I don't know what was going on, you know, the entire season. So when I first watched it, I was like, wow. I cannot believe. I mean, I I knew that you were a, a great actor because I've I've heard things, you know, because you've you've worked with people that I know and things. And it's really weird because when I saw you on 13 Reasons Why, I just, I'm so used to see you being so like sweet and quiet and shy. Like you're more of a shy person. And then I was like, holy shit, this person can really fucking act. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had to like tap into the high school me, you know, the party animal, <laughs> the I loud guy. You know, I, I guess I got shy when I came to Los Angeles. That's what happened. Wait, did we meet when you had just gotten to L.A.? Yeah, we met when I just got to L.A. And, you know, I was there trying to figure it all out, really. I had just moved into the building. Uh, I don't want to get into your personal life, but I know you had some, you had a boyfriend back no, then. No, wait, we're going to thought... talk about everything. If, like, you're allowed <laughs> to talk about everything. So Okay, okay. I, I know that, like, you had a boyfriend. We live in the same building. So we live yeah, in the yeah. same building. Tell everyone how we met. <laughs> well, I was like, who's this cute girl with the, with the dog, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you miss the dog? Do you miss Luna? I miss the dog. I miss the dog. I miss Luna. She's, she's, 
she was always very hyper, which I loved. You know, you you come home from a long day, you bump into Luna in the elevator, and she's just like this energy, this ball of energy, and you're just like, oh, thank you for lighting up my day. Thank she you. jumps on you. She makes everyone smile. You know, she does this. Yeah, she job. really does. Yeah. And so, how did we meet? Well, yeah, I remember uh, you were walking your dog. You had a boyfriend first time. Uh, I saw you and then I had seen you, you know, around the building, you just walking the dog. And then there was one time that I was by the pool and you were by the pool with your friend. And then we were in the jacuzzi and we just chatted. You remember that day, right? We just talked. <laughs> you were like, yeah, you should move in with me. Cause I was looking for a new roommate. <laughs> oh, did I say you should move in with me? Are you, are you joking? <laughs> I swear. I remember I actually thinking? really thought about it. I was like, I might consider that one. You would have had the time of your fucking life. Let me tell I, you. I, I know. It would have been a blast. I know. It would have been the funnest situation. I, but I don't know if you're messy or not, but I can't cope with messy people. No, I'm actually very clean. I'm like a really... Like I wake up in the morning and... You make your bed. Like, yeah, like I'm... Not necessarily make my bed sometimes because I have like a thousand pillows on my bed. So I don't know what my bed looks like made. <laughs> but um, I just like... I like to have a little bit of order. I like to have my coffee. I like to make sure that my books and my work spots in order that I just clean around, you know, make sure that I, I feel all right. And like, if my environment is organized, so is my mind. You're a good boy, basically. You're like a nice, good boy. Uh, <laughs> working on it. I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't know about that. So wait, so we met and automatically I was like, you should move in with me. That's so fucking thirsty. I, I know. <laughs> What? Well, I don't remember. I think I was like in the middle of like looking for another unit because I was living in a, in model housing at the time, and I was like, oh, I think I want to get my own place. Yeah. This and that. And you were like, oh, why don't you just move in with me? And then I think I forget your friend's name. Lainey. She was there. Yeah, yeah, and she was just really enthusiastic about it. So she was like pushing for it, and all this pushing actually had me go home and talk to James, my buddy, who you also met from there. He's also the, he's living in London, James Yates. Oh my gosh, Yatesy is so yeah. fucking hot. I can't, <laughs> like, no, you don't understand. Oh man, yeah, he he's he's been a blast. I remember we he and I lived together when I was in Los Angeles. He had came from London. Um, yeah, I was here. We were just working out, killing it. And then obviously, obviously, you know, we're in an industry where we have to eventually go our separate ways. So that's yeah. what happened. And then that's when you made the offer, and I was like, hmm, hmm. Luckily, I didn't need it. I didn't need it, luckily, because I started working. Thank yeah, God. you got Runaways on um, Hulu. Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah, so you literally got working straight when you got to LA. But I thought I thought you were going to tell the story when we met. I was getting you to help me write a really vicious birthday card um, for... Do you remember that? I do. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. How oh, my embarrassing. God. <laughs> You have so much dirt on me. It's actually not even fucking funny. Like, I don't even want to talk about what you can. Like, I know. I, I think it's the same way. I think it's a, it's a two-way street here. You know, no, I think you've funny. seen me when I'm at my worst. When uh, everybody sees the abs, I'm there by the pool, dad bodying it up. No, okay. No, I always see you always super fit. You're always... Oh working out you always look good you're always kind to everyone meanwhile i'm a fucking mess who asked strangers to move in with her and then who's writing a vicious goodbye birthday card to her ex-boyfriend 
buying him like a vicious goodbye gift because I'm vind- vindictive like that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy. Um, I don't do those things anymore because I'm so much more mature. And <laughs> that's what you guys were doing. I, that's what you guys were doing before I came up to you. And I was like, what are you guys up to? And you're like writing a letter to my poor ex-boyfriend. I remember that. Yeah, it was great. Um, I've never seen anything bad of you in the building, which, you know, brings me, wait, pause before we get into the episode, which we already have done. I (laughs) always do a little segment on my show, which is called tip of the week. So I get my guests and myself to share, like, I don't know, an app, a product, a tool, anything that you've been loving recently and that's like really improving your day-to-day life it can be like anything like a lifestyle tip anything i never told anybody that because i'm such a good friend right now it's uh i've been really goal setting you know? goal setting yeah so you write goal down setting. Goals. yeah i've been i've been goal setting because you know at this time um you know i'm like like i've been i've been on the same boat as everybody else you know i, I i've been blinded by this covid you know and, and all these protests and everything going on you know though it's about time on certain things though yeah. um you know i think it's a time where we got to catch new trends you know things are going to evolve things are going to change i don't know i'm not a guru i can't tell the future so i don't know what way so that's why i feel like i've leaned towards goal setting yeah for sure you know just yeah. trying to find like what's new and how can i overcome and over plan this thing going on you know yeah, like no matter what happens, you still kind of want to stay true to your goals. Yeah, yeah. Or figure out, are there new goals that I should be attaining or aiming for, you know, because uh, of uh, of the change that's going on, how lifestyle goals, you know, work goals, how are things going to change in Hollywood production-wise, you know? Do I go out and create my own thing? Do yeah. I start more of my producer side? Do I go book my next thing if we even get dates, if it even opens up again, you know? So yeah, I'm taking it day by day right now, but definitely goal setting would be a big one are you like afraid of the future are you kind of just surrendering to what's happening and you're taking it day by day you know it's been like uh a little bit of both honestly i've been on this roller coaster because when this everything started happening i was like okay i'm so confused what is going on yada 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 it's trending and then you know you eventually start becoming conformed with quarantine and everything and you're like you know what isn't that so bad i'm getting used to it it's okay the next thing you know you start going cuckoo you're like what the fuck is going on (laughs) okay i need to go out now so i've been on on like that high and low high and low not necessarily afraid of the future but i just waiting for it to end you know it it comes in waves like when yeah it comes in waves yeah it's been the same for me here i'm like this quarantine i'm thriving in quarantine and then the next day i have no one to call no one to bitch about no <laughs> you know and i'm like fuck quarantine what am i gonna do with my life you know um, yeah yeah it's it's a roller coaster 100 percent. so as i was saying we met under very awkward situations i was probably drunk to be honest um i think was, there was a bottle of rosé somewhere around there uh, well you know it takes me like two glasses of rosé to get drunk so that probably <laughs> explains it it and takes me just smelling the alcohol. <laughs> you're, you're a lightweight as well. I'm a light. I'm a lightweight. I like. I was never like a big partier. I don't know. I I'm starting to you know become a man. Enjoy some tequila at three yeah. p.m. You know, but uh, but you know, I, I'm I was that kind of guy. You know, I would have a, like two beers and I'd be like, whoa, what's going on right now? 
Um, oh my gosh. So you're hundred percent. I was right. Oh my goodness. No, I was, I think it's, you know, I think it's the, uh, the athlete in me. It wasn't always used to partying and drinking or being intoxicated, but, uh, it's not such a bad thing after all, you know, it's a great coping mechanism. <laughs> I mean, I've, you know, it's a great coping mechanism. This makes mechanism. you sound like a horrible person promoting alcohol. Woo-hoo. I mean, it's quarantine. What else do you want to fucking do? Everyone's drinking. Everyone yeah. is drinking now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's only so much TV you can watch. I mean, there isn't, but you know, for some people maybe. And there's only so many Zoom chats you can have with your friends. Like at some point, you're going to get yourself a drink and just enjoy the fucking evening. Yeah, yeah, literally. That's... That's what I've been doing, honestly, because there was one time throughout this quarantine that I was like, I didn't leave my bed for like three days straight. I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Because I am going nuts. I've watched like five different shows from top to finish. Like, what am I doing? Was it like not getting out of bed out of laziness or because you were like, what is my purpose in life? I don't know what to do with myself. Literally, what is my purpose in life? I don't know what to do with myself because everything's closed and my life is in Los Angeles, you know? (laughs) Like I'm here in New Jersey. I'm like, I am trapped in the room that I grew up in (laughs) with all my little boy toys, you know? So I'm like, what do I do? It's the same (laughs) for me. I'm so, for me, it's not even Jersey where you like still have Amazon, by the way. I'm in fucking Geneva where we don't have Amazon. So the adjustment, I mean, I know I, I sound like such a, privileged bitch, but I am. So what can I say? And I, you know, I come home, I just want, I don't know, a a, a margarita mixer to to buy quickly on Amazon Prime. Can't do that. Don't have Amazon. You know, I can tell Amazon has been like blowing up through the roof because my mom now is an Amazon fiend. Before she probably didn't even know how to work a computer or order anything online. But now it's like every day, something new on Amazon. I'm like, mom, what is going on? Your mom knows what's up. Let me tell you. <laughs> have you never noticed in the building, like whenever you looked for your mail, like my my boxes are everywhere. Like I'm always ordering shit. <laughs> like everyone in the mail room. I, always- I wondered. I felt like, you know what? You know what? I felt like going into that mail room. You ever like go into one of those like big playground things, indoor playgrounds where you jump in and it's like a bunch of balls and like. It's a like a pool of balls. That's literally yeah. what I felt like with just a bunch of mail packages. I was just like, where is mine? <laughs> it's my biggest moment of joy in the day. It's opening the doors to this mail room and be like, how many fucking packages that I don't remember ordering are going to surprise me today? Yeah. Oh my God. It's the mm. best feeling in the world. Let's talk I about love that. I love that building though. I love that building. It's great. We live in the best building. We have the best community. Everyone's friendly. We always have each other's backs. We're, you know, if you're lonely there, all you got to do, go to the pool. There'll be someone that's going to come talk to you. That's how we started talking yeah. to each other. Yeah, and yeah. It's a great, we're not going to tell you guys where we live though, but it's a great place to start <clears throat> off when, you, when you're like new to LA. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it was like the best location that I could have possibly landed on, I guess you'd call it. And you've made other friends with people in the building as well, haven't you? Of course, of course. Johnny DeLuca, come on. You know Johnny. What's up, Johnny? If you're watching Johnny. this, listening to yeah. this, what's up, Jay? <laughs> I love Johnny. I was actually going to talk about him. Um, that was going to be my next question. I mean, not that I prepared questions or anything. But, um, <laughs> it's okay. Not that I prepare answers or anything. Okay. <laughs> but um, I, let's talk about 13 Reasons Why briefly, because I have to, because that's why people are listening, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 13 was the most amazing show in the whole entire world. Did you know that it was my favorite show in the whole entire world before you got like, 
I've interviewed. Have you ever seen my Hollywood interviews? I was on that red carpet. Yeah, yeah, I remember you, you. You introduced yourself when you uh, when when we first started talking. You had gone to like your track record. I guess you call it. I remember seeing all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that didn't mean to die. I was such a thirsty bitch on the carpet. It was so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> it was so very embarrassing. So when I heard that you were going to be on the show, I was like, oh my gosh. And so again, when I see you, I just see this like super lovely, like you're so polite. You're so, you you have like a, a bad boy kind of look about you, like the chain, the muscles, like cool, cool, cool. But like, you're actually the sweetest human. And I was going to say, I cannot imagine you raising your voice like in any given situation even Jenny DeLuca who is like the nicest guy I can kind of sort of see him getting angry I do not see that in you at all is that that accurate or is that not accurate I don't know I mean you know I growing up I I always um it was easy for me to get angry, you know, not necessarily that I was an angry person, but, you know, I, I try, I've always tried to keep it contained. I was a wrestler. I was a football, you know, player. I was a jock, all that stuff. So I guess yeah. being angry was a part of the sport or sports, yeah. you know? So, uh, you know, moving to LA, I guess I just, I've learned a lot. I've evolved. I've grown. I've, I hope I've matured. I don't know, but, um, yeah. but I, I guess I learned to use it to my advantage, you know? Right. Sometimes I see people like flipping out, right? And I'm just like, like, oh, like just watching. And they're all like amped up, this and that, but not really amped up, you know, to me. I'm, and they're like, oh, you're getting me worked up. I'm like, really? That's you worked up? You haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you haven't seen anything. You don't know what goes down in my house, you know? So, so it's, you uh, have it in you to like sometimes lose your shit. I have it in me to lose my shit sometimes. Not with, not not to other people though, you know, not to other people sometimes, but I, I think it's there, you know, just from being a, a meathead in high yeah. school, you know? So that's what I was going to ask you. Um, was, you know, is your character kind of has any similarities with the way that you were in high school? Because when I saw you, I was like, I would have never imagined you, you know, you had some very Latin lover scenes, which I was like, I definitely see that in him. That's cool. That's hundred <laughs> percent. him. But then, <laughs> but then, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> and then I was like, when I saw the scenes, when you're like getting aggressive, you're fighting with Zach and stuff. I was like, I never saw this coming. So what were you like in high school? Well, uh, well, yeah, all right. Well, just don't mess with me. That's what it was like in high school. Well, you know, I had my, uh, I had my troll Bolton moments though. Cause I was that guy, uh, like, you know, high school musical, I would go from doing a little bit of theater to going to wrestling practice and being aggressive and being mean, you know, yeah. and, you know, trying to bring back the traits that I had in high school and bring them towards Diego, like, you know, working out and really focusing on the body. And I had to gain, I gained like 10 pounds for that role. Really? Yeah. It it, it happened overnight though, kind of because I was cast and it all happened so fast. So I had to catch up with the role and transform as we were filming, you know, like my hair was growing as we were, filming i was trying to get bigger and all these things and really bring that meathead you know to life and yeah. try to bring choices like okay somebody in his caliber would probably be, be mad at almost anything right you know so i had to go back into my own head as to like what would really piss me off and i had my own triggers you know i had yeah. my own triggers but 
once you you know once you're on on set you have the environment and let's say you have someone like dylan in front of you that's actually like you know who's a really great actor but it's really feeding you like feeding you lines like it's like you can't help but to have a natural reaction sometimes and yeah. to like tell him to like yo no fuck you you know what i'm saying like yeah you you really it gets worked up and on set and that's that's a beautiful to me that's when like the energy is there I feel like you're selling yourself a little bit short here because I'm not just saying this because you're my friend, because I literally would tell you we've seen. Okay. But you know, (laughs) you know how you say that Dylan really brings like a character to life. And like, I felt that you had that you had, you had such a big role and I felt like you brought that energy in. Sometimes, you know, I'm in entertainment industry as well, I can see when someone is kind of carrying a scene and others are just feeding off of it. And I feel like yeah. you did a pretty good job at like carrying scenes. You were like a new cast member. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I did get brought on as a series regular, but you know, I did have the pressure though. There was a lot of pressure. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. You know, you jump on set and it's the fourth and final season. You're working with Dylan Minnette, Brandon Flynn. You know. Yeah. Ross Butler, Alicia Bro, so many great people, you know, uh, Devin Druid. So for me, I'm like, oh my God, there's all this pressure. These people are amazing. I had watched the entire three seasons of the show within like uh, like two days, literally. You know, so I'm there really trying to hone in all this information. Meanwhile, I'm reading the scripts and and learning my lines. In my head, I'm like, I have to deliver. I have to deliver. So I'm that guy that's on set hiding in my trailer, like really getting ready for this fight scene, like for three hours, I'm mad for three hours, I'm worked up, I'm going back and forth for three hours, you know? So it's uh, because you really want to bring truth to this stuff. These people could, they've been playing these characters for four years. I was playing Diego for five minutes, you know? So What's your initial thought when you get into that trailer? You haven't met anyone yet. Is your first thing like, am I going to meet everyone? Are they going to be nice to me? Can I remember my line? Like, what was going through your head that first like time? I just, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I couldn't really believe it because, well, initially I was, I was in Wyoming when I got cast. I was in the middle of Wyoming. Yeah. And, you know, it happened really quick. I ended up going to San Francisco. As soon as I touched down, I sat down with uh, the creator of the show, um, Brian Yorkie. And, you know, we decided to, well, he, he asked me some really cool, interesting questions. And next thing you know, like he's getting to know me, you know, as a person. Next thing you know, at the table read, I'm, I, I'm seeing all this personification on the script. You know, I'm seeing myself on the script. I see him speak Spanish. I see all of this. And I'm just like, this is like tailored to me. It's crazy. So, you know, when I was on set, besides trying to cope with you know such an amazing role and character study i was then trying to make sure that i just didn't like fuck up anyway you know truthfully i was just trying to make sure that uh i said hello to people proper i was very professional you know a very professional guy these are i haven't been in la for too long so for me i was like i need to make sure i do things right this is this is a big break for me i gotta make sure that i uh i take this and i and i really value it you know yeah. So that, that was my mentality. I was just really professional. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm not fucking this up. I'm sure everyone in the, on the, in the cast was so nice to you as soon as you got Oh, dude, it was like, I felt like everybody was Winnie the Pooh waiting yeah. for a hug. I was just like, oh my God. Hi, Alicia. <laughs> First time I met Alicia, she was like, hi, we're going to make out. And I'm like, I didn't even get that far into the script, really. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. 
so it was you know everybody was really lovely brandon was amazing we got to spend some time together you know everybody in the cast was just all oh, the golfing trips the golfing trips we would all go golfing and i'm like the worst golfer by the way but apparently <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> but it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's okay I, you know i i hung in there and i made and i made some new friends that's what matters i was gonna say what i found in la is that when people are like true artists like real artists they're not like they don't think they're above anyone like no one thinks they're above you there's not that like douchiness that you see in like the clubbing scene and the wannabe scene and all those things where people are more like pretentious you know, yeah. even if people are super famous and mega superstars, you know, I, I was a red carpet interviewer. I used to get most afraid when I would interview like a bigger celebrity, but the biggest celebrities are like the nicer ones because they know how hard they've had to work to get there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I find that it's, it's actually not as intimidating as it is to be with a wannabe douchebag. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, when it comes to my career, I've been told a lot, you know, or asked a lot, like, oh, my God, how did you do it? You know, it all happened so fast or whatever, which I, you know, I can agree. Yeah, you know, I moved out to Los Angeles um, January 8th, 2018. Yeah. You know, um, pretty much blind with like $50 to my name mm -hmm. and not knowing where to go from there. So, you know, I think um, some people don't see the behind the scenes, the sacrifices you've had to take, you know, my three homeless days on Beverly Boulevard knocking on doors, looking for a print agency, modeling, then getting into the building and looking for a manager, an acting coach, a, a, print, a commercial agent, this and that, you know, the process, the necessary steps to get to where you want to go. You know, for me, I think um, like the result of where I am now is like the reciprocation of all the sacrifice I took, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which I'm really grateful for. Yeah, a lot of people are going to tell you it happened so fast for you, which it did, but they don't see the struggle. They don't see that you had to be homeless. They didn't see the struggle behind it. And I feel like when yeah. people have that, when people know what it's like to really work to get to somewhere, you could become the new Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. You still would not be an asshole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that would, that would be a dream. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, day by day. At this rate, it very much could be. I mean, who knows? Who wouldn't want to be Brad, Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, literally every time that I see you in my building, every girl that I'm with is like, oh, my gosh, this guy's so cute. Like, that's what? what people say. And then and then everyone's like, yeah, but he's probably a douchebag. And I'm like, actually, No. But you know, oh, thank you so much. I'm yeah, like, but he's got a girlfriend, you know. He and I, and I tell my friends he's too, he's too nice for you. Anyway, I want to ask if in high school, there's a lot of very dramatic things that are happening on 13 Reasons Why in high school. You know, there's like obviously a suicide, there's rape, there's you know drug addiction, death, so many different things. Did you see any of those things happen in your high school? Because I'm just asking. Because your your acting was so good, and it made me think. Well, you know, yeah, you know, I, I often I come from a very small town where everybody knows everybody, you know, and everybody knows your business. If you could literally like say anything, and the person at the end of the town will know it in an hour, yeah. you know. And in high school, that happened a lot. Not necessarily for me, but just in general. You know, and it was a place where I 
now that I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, my town is like 13 reasons why, because you have to deal with all this stuff. You know, not in a very much negative way, but more in a, in a raising awareness way. You yeah. know, I, and I remember, you know, hearing things about, oh, this guy might have done this to this person or, you know, um, you know, things that may be going on. First, personally, for me, I, I remember, you know, comparing it to my, to my character, I had, I had been arrested when I was younger. I was always getting in trouble and doing all these things. So I remember, uh, like, it was so easy to bring and challenging at the same time because you don't really want to deal with those feelings, you know, um, with that scene on episode eight with Diego where he gets yeah. uh, arrested know, by the police. Arrested, yeah, and yeah. pushed yeah. up against the locker and stuff. Yeah. You know, so that scene for me, um, it like really hit home because, you know, when you experience certain things like that, it's like, oh my God, what's going on? In a amidst of this whole, you know, the protest Black Lives Matter movement and to see, I guess, uh, Justin Foley, you know, his character um, just not be touched and through all this, you know, it, it kind of like raised the level of awareness there. And, you know, being in high school, uh, man, uh, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't easy for me. You know, I'm a jock. I was pretty or whatever, but it wasn't easy yeah. though. Because then again, it's, uh, you would have one girl and then the other one would find out and you'd be like, hey, you're a player. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just don't want to be with you. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh, it would put you in a different, uh, in, a, in a tough little pickle, you know, but uh, it's high yeah. school. I think high school is the, Ugh, it's just weird, you know. High school was my weird. worst years of my life. I fucking hate <laughs> literally. It. I had races. I had it. Oh, it was bad. Everything in high school was just traumatic for me, and I wasn't. I wasn't even in one of those high schools where. Ser- I mean, s- some stuff did happen in my high school. Now that I think about it, but it was nowhere near as serious as what we see on Thirteen Reasons Why. It's you know. Yeah. But um, it was it was just a toxic. It's a toxic environment for me. Like, yeah. it's toxic. You know, it tends to be that way. And, you know, I, I, I agree with you. You know, some of the stuff haven't been as, ser- as serious as the thing that's, that's happened on 13 Reasons Why. But then again, we don't know that because a lot of people just may need to speak up in their own way. You know? That's true. But I definitely, uh, I, I completely agree with you. For me, high school, could it, it was a bit toxic, you know, because you start hanging around with people that are like, just not necessarily the best influence for you. You start developing negative habits, you know, that aren't really going to help you. And before you know it, you're a townie, you know? And that's what I didn't want to end up at the local bar, just having a drink with everybody, still working the same job that I've been working at since like 19 years old or 18 years old. Yeah. I, I don't know. I personally, for me, I wanted more, you know, and I know as a young, as a young adult growing up, I, had to deal with also like the loss of my friends, you know, um, yeah. going through high school. So all these things, uh, I had to pull from, you know, Diego, when I sat down with Brian Yorkie, for some reason, it was like, he was like absorbing every single sentence and word that I said, and like literally put it in his pocket, opened it up later and wrote the script with everything. Oh, it was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, so it was just like, like, wow, this is, uh, this is, I'm yeah. grateful for the opportunity, not only for the opportunity, but for the role itself. Anyway. Yeah. And I feel like it really showed. That's why I asked you if anything similar had happened in your high school. Because when I saw that scene, the many scenes, that scene with the police, the scene with Zach, I was like, it's so believable to me. I was like, I'd be very surprised I, if there was nothing for you to work with. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. So yeah. believable. Job well executed. 
Well, thank you. I mean, I really appreciate it. I, I remember <laughs> I was uh, I was in the con- one thing I did have to deal with when I first got to on set. Thirty reasons why was because like how you said I am shy. I tend to be shy, and I have that thing where like I tend to uh, I just try not to step on anybody's toes, you know. So I tend to keep my distance, maybe be alone or whatever. Especially in a new production, I was spending a lot of time in my hotel. Yeah. Like a lot of downtime on my own, hanging out with my buddies or whatever. But then that alone time, you start going nuts because you're trapped in the hotel. You're not shooting a scene for three days. You're working on the same scene. You're just trying to get it all together. So, but you know, it was it was really fun. And then that's when I started eventually hanging out with the cast. And then they brought me out. They were like, "No, what are you doing stuck in there?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just don't know anybody. What do you want me to do?" <laughs> you know. But uh, eventually, we all hung out, and it was a blast. Everything just started falling into place, and it was beautiful. Yeah, it's like the anti high school. Like in high school, you'd be in your room, and no one would come get you. And yeah, literally. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so happy because that was literally it. It's like it's like everyone is literally like. Oh my God, you care about what I'm doing? Okay, I'm coming. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. No more high school. Um, I know a few things about you. I don't know much because you're always so sweet and there's like nothing bad to say about you. That's That sucks because I would love to. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> at this point. <laughs> in, my, in my books, it's a good thing because if I can't find anything bad to say about someone, that's like a world record. Let me tell you, my friend. And oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> you said in an interview that you watch Money Heist. Yes, like I said, the papel. Like I said, the papel. Oh my gosh. Okay, I can't speak Spanish anymore. I, I watch everything in Spanish, by the way, because my mom's Spanish and I can understand everything. But I, I mean, maybe if I'm drunk, I can speak it, but I'm too sober now. <laughs> um, if you're drunk, it'll come out very fluently, I promise. <laughs> maybe, actually, maybe. I, I've never actually tried um, because uh, for so many reasons. But so I want to kind of talk to you about some of the Spanish shows on Netflix, because when you said that you were watching Money Heist, I was like, oh my gosh, finally someone that I can speak to about this, because I love yeah. talking about Netflix on this um, podcast. And I feel like Money Heist is such a big deal, like in Spain, in Europe, like we all know the song here. They play it on in every nightclub. And I feel like in the US, it's not quite there yet. Like it hasn't reached that level of like, popularity yeah you know and i'm noticing as well uh, after you know the recent success of 13 reasons why as well like um like my audience is spanish now you know so you, you'll see me speaking a lot more spanish i don't know if you noticed it yeah you know and um because i'm i was like posting stuff on my story in english and no one understood what i was saying right. so a lot of my people are from spain and it's such a much bigger audience you know, so it's unreal. So when you see these people, like let's say Money Heist, and it's a show that's really popping on in Europe, and it's great. These people are just so successful. They are, you know, they have a great following. You know, they, these kids are very young. You know, and doing very talented things, very creative yeah. things. And when you just see this. It's a, uh, it's like unreal because sometimes it's like the show might be number one in Spain or the UK or whatever, but in the US, you might not hear. It beep about it because it's in spanish yeah so which is to me like i don't know just watch it in spanish throw on the subtitles do what you got to do but i think personally the show is like brilliant don't you feel like it puts so many of the hollywood shows to shame yeah literally i mean i know you're a hollywood actor i know it's a (laughs) tough thing for you to say that but honestly like it really fucking does 
Well, you know, I would. I was actually. Uh, I was also watching Elite, which is another Spanish one. Okay, I haven't seen that one, but I was going to ask you about other ones. Elite, carry on. Elite, Elite. It's like. Um, I, honestly, if you want me to be honest, I got like the Spanish version of Thirteen Reasons Why kind of vibes. <laughs> if you want me to be honest, like okay. that's that's what I got from it. So yeah, I, I was watching it and I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, like um, somebody that speaks Spanish, yo, español. So for me, I was like. It'd be really cool to do something like that. Yeah. Just to, you know, to maybe now, not necessarily work in Hollywood or wherever, but just to do a project that's well rooted in Spanish. In Spanish, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that would be brilliant. And then my grandma would understand it, and then my life would be made, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she's like watching, she's watching 13 Reasons Why, like, get to the heat there, what'd you say? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what'd you say what'd you say i don't know it's, it's the great. best impression no yeah, so yeah. i was gonna say on the opposite end i've been obsessed with um vis-a-vis vis-a-vis i've heard about it. i have not watched it i have not watched it i can't talk about it on this show because no one has fucking seen it because it's only in Spanish. So obviously I'm such a Spanish person that I watched it in Spanish. <laughs> and I was so obsessed with it that I made my very English father, who's never watched TV in his life, watch it in Spanish with subtitles. And he was yeah. like, Yana, it's so tiring to watch this show and read all the subtitles. Three episodes in, he's like, binge the whole four seasons. Yeah, I, I've also, you know, I've, I've been looking at a lot of um, Carlos Montero's work, who's who's behind Money Heist, you know, Elite and all these other ones. He actually has another one called White Lines. Oh, I haven't and seen It's a really good one. It's really cool. You know, I've been really trying to go through what Netflix has to offer, I guess. You know, if I, you, there is so much TV out there. I guess we kind of, I'm the kind of guy that uh, is like, oh, I'm just going to watch Friends tonight. I'm just going to put this on you know i'm this kind of i don't really look into new stuff yeah i don't know really chill but i recently actually started looking into ozark i started it last night actually oh really i haven't i haven't watched that one yet but i heard that it's amazing i heard it's honestly i'm on like episode three and the acting is just like it really like sucks you in because it's not overacting you just it's just like truthful you know it's like Watching somebody that uh, you know yeah. has one words and you're just like, wow, it's really crazy. It makes you want to learn and act that way when you're on TV next time, you know. And you never went? To, did you go to acting school? I did. I went to like 16 acting classes. If I'm going to be honest. What do you mean 16 classes? 16 individual classes or 16? 16 individual classes, meaning like one at a time. Like. So you're really a raw natural talent. That's really annoying for people who have to work on everything like me well it was a, there was a lot of auditioning i've had like a good 300 no's before i got my first yes yeah uh yeah which was cool you know because I, I i i learned a lot on the job i didn't even know you know the lingo i didn't even know what 10-1 meant until i got to marvel's run of me you know what i'm saying yeah. so it, it was i was really new i that's where i met greg sulkin and yeah it was really nice to greg. Be, yeah yeah we were just talking the other day yeah you know, we're just making plans for when I go back to LA. Um, I was going to ask you another thing about one of the Spanish shows. Have you watched, should I say it in Spanish or in English? En español. ¿cómo? Las chicas del cable. La chica de qué? Las chicas del cable. Las chicas del cable. Okay. Okay. Yeah, really how good. Do, how, do you say it? how do you say that word in English? Cable girls. What? Cable girls? Cable girls. 
Okay. Okay. Have you watched that one? I have not. Okay. It's better than Money Heist. It's better than Vis a Vis. It's better than Money Heist. Better than Money Heist. It is the best show I have watched on TV in Spanish. No, I think I watched it in English. Sorry, I was. I think I watched it in English. Oh, you're messing up. You see, you're messing up. It's got to be in Spanish. No, no, no. I know. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. I watched it in Spanish. I watched oh, it in Spanish. Okay. You see, guys, you hear this? She's trying to make up for it. She's trying to make up for it. <laughs> and I've been accused of planting stories on this show before. And like, that may be true, but this time I'm not. Um, <laughs> it. I promise you, if you still have time on your hands and you're looking, I know you're watching Ozark, but like, it's a Spanish show. It's incredible. I literally felt like I had no purpose in life when it ended. And then I just fa- found out that they have a new season coming out in July. So I can. Oh, that's so sweet. That's like the best feeling when like you're watching a show, you're hooked and it's got a whole new season coming out. It's just like, yes, because I really was, I was lost for a second. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It gives you purpose in life. Before we like wrap this up, I feel like I've spoken to you for three hours, but I could talk to you for days. This has been so fun. But uh, I do have a feeling we could talk for days. Like we can go on talking for days. That's on good. and on. Clearly, we haven't like caught up enough during the time that we lived in the same building. Whoopsies. <laughs> Shame on us. But you know, I I always put this thing on my Instagram and ask people to send questions, and I got uh, quite a lot of questions for you. I usually kind of go through the questions. Not going to do that. We don't have time. But I see one question that pops up over and over and over again, and that question is: Is he single? Let Uh, the bitches know. Let the bitches know. I am as loyal as it gets. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I, yeah, I apologize. You know, I, I think um, as much as I, I love women, you know, they're all great and everything. I think I have found the one that uh, has seen me at my lowest and that's what matters to me. That is so, so I actually I never get fucking emotional. That made me kind of emotional. Oh, <laughs> stop. You're going to make me emotional thinking about her. No. She's just great, yeah. I've met her. She's so pretty. Yeah, so if she's... anyone to ask, like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, I, I, I really do love all the support that I have been getting. You know, I, I do see it. I see people, you know, all the messages, the comments on the pictures and everything. It's just, it's really, uh, it's all new to me. So don't don't think I'm not paying attention. I really am. It's, it, it just tends to be overwhelming. So just, I'm, I'm. Keeping up, I'm holding on. All right, I love you guys. Appreciating it, but you're you're loyal to to your lady. And also, what I love about you is that you actually got the memo before everyone. Like, don't date in the entertainment industry when you're in the entertainment industry. Yeah, she is a nurse, so whenever I need fixing in the house, I always have somebody to make me the great tea to put a nice little warm powder on my head you know she it's can really look nice. you. but also yeah, i find really that great. you know the most successful relationships in entertainment industry are when one of the two people are not in working in this industry because it gets a lot it's it's a lot yeah yeah i mean i i always i won't, I won't lie i did always wonder what that was gonna what that would be like you know to date somebody in the entertainment industry i haven't i'm not gonna say that hasn't crossed my mind you know yeah. but then again i am really grateful for where I am and I'm and I, and I and sometimes you know I believe in a higher power or whatever and I believe that higher power 
has allowed me to go through certain things, you know, at a younger age, find my talent at a bit of a later age, you know, like around 22, and find that one person early on to complete that circle, you know? Yeah. So you it's kind like of found get, someone to grow with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like set goals, you know, and yeah, I, I won't lie, you know, initially we were great, you know, and then I moved on to LA. So it became a little bit long distance, yeah. you know, but truthfully, everything happens for a reason because she was so busy with school and nursing that she wouldn't have time for me. And then again, I'm over here in Los Angeles meeting you, trying to secure the bag, I guess you say, you know, and really focus auditioning or whatever. So it's not, it, it like, we went all separate ways. We stayed together. You chase your bag, I'll chase mine. And eventually we'll find your way back you know. to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, we have a plan, I guess you call it. That's good. I mean, I find that, the, you know, like my parents, they started dating really young before they even each knew what they wanted. But because they grew together, they kind of grew stronger. I feel like, you know, people for me now to like find a guy is really difficult because I'm like set in my ways and I'm like, fuck you if you're not good enough. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you cannot take care of this <laughs> you can't do it better than me okay so you, you cannot sit with me <laughs> you guys cannot you can but they cannot okay? uh, thank, you, thank you yeah yeah okay thanks. So I'm. thank you so much for making the time for this. I'm so fucking happy that you came and shared everything with me. It actually means a lot to me. And no, it really means the word to me that you had me on this. I know we've always like hinted it to each other in the elevator and it was great, you know, so why not? I've always actually wanted you on. And I was, I, I get this thing when I'm friends with people, I'm too afraid to ask them because I don't want to be like the friend who's like, can you come on my show? Um, it's so annoying. And then, you know, now everyone's in quarantine. I was like, maybe he'd be down. But I think if you were living your normal life, I wouldn't have dared to ask you. Oh, no. I Anything for you. I really That's appreciate so you. Having, thank you. Yeah. Thank it you was so really much. fun. I lo- I lo- it wasn't as terrifying as I thought, but I did try being truthful, though. I did try. <laughs> you were amazing. Actually, one of my favorite interviews that I've had. Can you please let everyone know where they can find you, share your social media, your TV shows, everything? Yeah, what's going on, guys? So you guys can firstly check me out on Netflix, 13 Reasons Why, Hulu's Marvel's Runaways, which is now on Disney+, and July 27th, a new show coming out called Don't Look Deeper is on the new streaming platform called Quibi. It's, uh, it's going to be great working with Catherine Hardwick, who directed Twilight, so that's my next project that's going to be coming out. I'm really excited for that. But other than that, you guys can find me on Instagram, Jan Luis Castellanos. That's J A N L U I S Castellanos. With double L. You know what I yeah. mean, people? Get the spelling you know, right. Get the spelling right. Get the spelling right. I got to I got to start doing it Castellanos, you know. Castellanos. I'm seeing all this, you know, I see uh it was really cool, you know, having a Dominican character and and me being Dominican because Diego was also Dominican. That really attracted a lot of people from Dominican Republic, which I'm really grateful for. So I just want to give a quick shout out to anybody that may be Dominican watching this. I'm thinking about you guys. Mi corazón está con ustedes. Thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate you doing it for all of you. Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder. 
Rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful and supportive thing you can do for this show. Also, if you would like to engage in the conversation yourself, you're welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Sit With Me. Don't forget to look for it. But all really annoying and thirsty plugs aside, hope you enjoy this episode.